Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Of the weekend, Curtis has seen the Rolling Stones live. I have not. It's kind of a yep. It's one of those depressing. memories that are serious. It is one of the great mysteries of my life that I have retained my memory despite the <laughs> gallons of gin. Uh, you do have good recalls, especially for sports members. Yeah, I. Uh, and as Danny pointed out last week, you often go back to the glory days when you were at Schaefer Stadium, Sullivan Stadium, whatever I, it was. I've literally never been to Schaefer Stadium. Fine, Foxborough, and you were. The only thing I in the years. The only time I've ever talked about the old stadium was what I was in the stairs leaving, and my dad said, "Get your ass back up here." And then Walt Coleman overturned the call, and the rest is history. Well, it didn't go well with Danny last week. We'll see if that goes oh, better. I mean, it's just, it's stuck on well. For, it's okay, you know. We've all made mistakes. <laughs> I once thought Ken was a friend. I mean, it's like you, you do you, you swing and a miss. And uh, by the way, total aside, squirrel moment. I am rooting my ass off for USC today. Notre Dame, every effing year, is a top 10 team. They lose twice, and they're still in the top 20. They're going to lose today. They'll get three losses, and it will be a great day. Another we'll... scroll moment. Stanford Steve, your guy, 10-17 and 17 against the spread. I love Steve. Bring He's a Bear good back. Bring back Bear. Well, Steve's a good got person. a pick right. Very nice guy. Good to me. We'll never rip him. Uh... If you're just joining us, we've been talking about how it got here. Where did it go wrong? Right. Obviously, Patricia was a big factor. Now, 617 Texter, I, we kind of were like, put that to the side, what else? But right. this guy makes a good point. 617 Texter, don't gloss over the fact. Cole Strange came in the league with Matty P as his O-line coach. Max had three different coordinators. They could be ruining some of these picks. Right. That's well, at the essence with Mac. He was good. He could be good again. But you know what we, we're seeing is for two decades, we were told... LeGarrett Blunt, James Harrison, uh, Darrell Revis, anybody, I mean, anybody anywhere comes from any other destination, any other location, arrives in Foxborough, and they just do their job, and they, they succeed. We have become what we mocked. Now you only have to, you your job is a fraction of your responsibilities because of either your coach, the rest of the roster, the the poor game planning, whatever. 
Adrian Clem was hailed as the second coming of Dante Scarnecchia this offseason. Now he's the first guy in line to get the bitch slapped. Ninkovich is talking about Cole Popovich, that he was he was the next great offensive line coordinator or offensive line coach. He got fired because he didn't get the jab. Get Greg on that on Monday. And then <laughs> this is what every other team is. You weren't special. You had a special quarterback that they had- were special. He stopped acting special. They took Nikhil Harry over DK Metcalf. That's not post Brady, but that has well, that had led, lasting. If, if they took DK Metcalf, Brady probably never leaves. And you remember that clip? I still can't believe that clip from uh, uh, Bill's guy. What's his name? Um, Mike Lombardi. Lombardi, where he was saying Nikhil Harry, you got it. Can't pass on this oh, guy. But he says it, Keneal Harry. Keneal Harry. <laughs> like he probably was in Bill's ear, saying you got to take Nikhil Harry. He's great. So one other thing on the Mac, you you jarred my memory on this. I, I asked uh, Shime, and I don't think the audio was because Bill was a child and he ripped the mic off, and you couldn't hear anything at the post game presser after the uh, Sunday debacle. <laughs> but reportedly, Bedard after the game said that it was Mike Lombardi that asked Bill about Mac's struggles. Really, he was in the audience. I guess it's Vissen, the Vissen so, credential. I mean, could you be less transparent than to have your whoopee? Your drinking buddy sitting there asking you about Mac Jones, setting it up for you. By the way, Lombardi's kid, offensive offensive coordinator for the Raiders, which is why the Raiders, I, I'm wrong on a, mil, a million things. I'm going to be wrong on this. I predicted the Patriots. The Raiders are going to win tomorrow. All uh, the coaches. They, I think so, but they could blow it. McDaniels could totally oh, yeah. blow it. McDaniels is uniquely dumb. Yeah. I mean, as a coach, of, of good all, coordinator, bad coach. We should do an emergency top five. The people that were most benefited by Tom Brady, I think it's, it's well, it's Charlie Weiss, number one. The guy made $70 million to win 10 college games. You just hate Notre Dame. And the Notre Dame texters are out, by the way. Whew. Okay, great. All right. Maybe, maybe if your coach had 11 defenders on the field, you beat Ohio <laughs> State. That's not my fault, Chief. <laughs> But you go. I would go. Charlie Weiss, yeah. Josh McDaniels, Brady, Bill Belichick. Let's go to the phone. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Coming up, clip of the week from Curran, which is a great. And by the way, the six one seven texture. No shot. You went there, so I don't give a damn about your thoughts on Notre Dame. How do you know he didn't go there? I'll bet you anything. Harrison in the car. Hello, Harrison. Hey guys, uh, can you hear me? All right. Yeah, we got you. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to talk about how the NFL has passed Bill by Curtis, you mentioned it many times, and I couldn't agree with you more, man. I even go back to 2021 when he signed all those players, Smith, Henry, Ford, and Aguilar. He always, those guys weren't like surefire bets that they were going to work in your offense, and I mean, you're really just taking a bet on those guys, and Bill seems to always go after the middle, upper, end of the market and it's just always been frustrating so yeah i couldn't agree with you more curtis thanks harrison you're a smart man now do you think if that's his legacy when he does leave or retire that the game passed them by at the end that was what happened and by the way just a quick aside boston college took florida state to the end of the game if they don't get a stupid illegal hands to the face they might have won that won that game carry on so does bill get a pass for this from most people, or do other people like you just think he was a charlatan a fraud was never a good coach well as you now are off him being the goat as we get further and further away from his success, we're, we're not even five years removed from his last Super Bowl, and there was just a vote. And it's not like Boston right now is a uh, murderer's row of coaches. He was just voted the worst coach in Boston. Right. That's going to get progressively worse I over time. That. Like Bill cannot want to continue that. It's not. I don't think it's damaging his legacy. I think it will be written off as... 
The game passed him by. That's going to be the excuse. He's still the GOAT, but after Brady, he just didn't... That's the narrative, right? For people who want to defend him to a certain extent. But there are certain people in this field, in football, who work with people who they take for granted. And they never have the same success after they work with those people. Because they thought they created those people. And they never actually look into a mirror and accept the fact that they were greatly benefited by really smart, talented people who, without them, are never going to reach where they once were. Like Renicky with Cora. Exactly what I was getting at. Now, here's the clip of the week, okay? What happens at the trade deadline? October 31st, okay? They play the Dolphins and the Bills, and then the trade deadline hits. Yep. They could be 1-7. and seven. Could be 2-6, and six, could be 1-7. and seven. This is fascinating. Great question by Arkan, and listen to Curran's response here. Tom, if things do continue this way and don't get any better, could you see the Patriots being sellers before the trade deadline? Definitely. It would be interesting to know what ownership's opinion would be on that. Because if you remember when Bill Parcells was leaving, a big concern for the Crafts and why they didn't want to keep on with Parcells was they didn't trust him to make decisions that would help the team down the road if he left. If, for instance, they want to move on from Kendrick Bourne, Bill wants to move Kendrick Bourne to another team and get a draft pick in return. But somebody in ownership says, I like Kendrick Bourne. I think he's a good player. I don't know if Bill's going to be here next year, but I think I might want Kendrick Bourne here. Does there become any kind of a trade deadline tug of war? I had thought about the trade deadline, but I hadn't thought about, what if Bill decides he's going to try and trade back? I was like, no, you're not. So is that a watershed moment where Kraft has to make a call? Do I believe in Bill? You asked the question to Bill, are you the right guy to lead the the, uh, rebuild? Uh, And that's going to be at the trade deadline. They have choices to make who to trade, who not to trade. And next year. Do they trust him to make it? And next year they have a blank slate. You know, when it comes to cash, I mean, it's pretty much a a blank spreadsheet next year. But I. What's your hunch on that? Could he be gone by the trade deadline? Bill Belichick? Yes. No. No chance. No. Like, I thought no, and then I heard that answer, and I thought, you know what? If they're going to get about the future and Bill's tired of answering your questions every week and they're 1-7, and seven, I, I, my, it could happen. Napkin time after the Bills game. My belief is that Robert Kraft would like to get something in return for Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is still under contract. Trade him at the deadline. Not at the deadline. Chargers. <laughs> there will be an attempt to have a delicate conclusion to this in the offseason. But then you play the Chargers later in the year. You could face off against Bill. It's like the Tuna Bowl. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Phil in New Hampshire. Hello, Phil. Good morning. Good morning. Um, game passed them by since 2019, huh? It was 2019 that Super Bowl was, you know, the testament to, to Belichick's brilliance and game planning. The, the Falcons one was Brady's brilliance. The uh, the Rams one was Belichick's brilliance. But anyway, let's get past that. Um, wait, wait, yes, the Rams, the Rams quarter- Super Bowl, the last one? Yeah, the one where where McVay peed down his leg. Yeah, I mean the, the only issue is that was incredible. The, the only issue is that as you've seen here, uh, you don't get within uh, a country mile of that game if not for Brady in the um, the performance in the final minutes of the fourth yeah, quarter in overtime was against the Chiefs. Anemic all game. That offense was anemic all game. Right. Luckily, he came through at the last second after being anemic for most of the game. But anyway, let's right. get past But they don't get to that um, game without the AFC Championship. Would you let so the, talk? The, the, yeah, the Kansas City game was incredible. Right. That was all Brady. You, that you Brady have, put the team on that. the shoulders, did his thing. Right. Unfortunately, well, to get to the I, Super Bowl, you to need say, to win that game. But the Brady-Belichick thing, like, can we all just agree that, look, Brady didn't walk through the door 
as what Tom Brady is. Belichick did cultivate him. He was basically an extension of Belichick on the field. We got lightning in a bottle with that. Well, Phil, like, I just, Phil, Phil, just right interrupt, just to correct the, the right record. Player. Phil, just to correct the record, uh, when Tom Brady walked through the door and Drew Bledsoe went to the hospital, Bill Belichick was on the verge of being fired. But, and exactly, but he had the right quarterback at the right time for him, and he was an extension of Belichick. Right. But, right but now, I would say, if we're going to talk about one, if, what, if we're going to say that one saved the other, you're you're doing it backwards. I think I think it's again. I think that Brady is not going to be Brady without Belichick. Okay. Belichick was not going to be Belichick what he is to us without Brady. It was amazing. We got to have the the, the lightning. We the all know what we had. Yes, okay. The perfect coach. Okay, so anyway, why, why are they the where they are? Mac still? Jones. Yeah. Mac Jones cannot complete intermediate sideline throws. He can't do it. So what's happening is you have the offense will never get better with this guy because of the arm because you have. The, the defense flooding the middle of the field and then taking taking away the line of scrimmage, sideline to sideline, and that's it. It's real simple. I mean, we don't have guys who can get open in two steps like Edelman. He was magical. Okay, so that's but receivers, not quarterback. That, that's that's where we are. Though. Is the, is the old line good? Throws. His lack his lack of his lack of arm strength to make the intermediate sideline throw is what's leading the defense to do what they're doing, and they can rush with reckless abandon. Well, Mac's not good currently. I would agree with that. And you know what? That's I, a professor disciple right there. That's a shime. What are, what are shimes people called? Uh, Shimeans? Yeah, shimeans. <laughs> uh, good one. I like that. Yes, that's what they are. But I would say this, and we can get to it because we're running up against this. Yes, I but like it. Good. Ed, Ed and Wellesley is... Think about uh, that in the morning. Got to get... Uh, hey, that's not my show. <laughs> You're uh, the producer. Nope, put my name on it. Contract uh, Ed, Ed says that uh, maybe Belichick wants to leave. We haven't played it. We I mentioned it in the first segment. The comments from Bill yesterday about Garoppolo. Oh yes, very this good. Was pointed out to me. It sounded you have like, a you have a beef with the afternoon show about this. The, yes, and I think he's trying to get fired. Bill's trying to get fired. Yes. Oh, I got to hear this. All right, that's next. Curtis and um, extrapolating an audio cut and what it means from yesterday. Here's Brave Rune and what's trending. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Ken and Curtis show on your Saturday. Ken Laird here. Hi. Curtis over there. Sorry to say. 
Tell Curtis to please let callers speak. 603 text. I tell them daily. But some agree with you. 207 texture. Curtis, I think you're right. Bill is trying to get fired. He will never quit on his own. Now, this is your stance here. I I can't wait to hear this. Uh, Everything he's done has been basically a dare to Robert Kraft. Ever since Kraft said that what he said two years ago, whatever the hell it was, at the Breakers in Palm Beach, that he expected a playoff win after they lost in the playoffs, everything since then has been in a direction directly counter to that. And this week, when he's talking yesterday about the Raiders quarterback, he says that he was drafted as a starting quarterback. What else would that mean other than Bill Belichick drafted him to be the starting quarterback? All right, let's hear this audio. Jim's a good quarterback. He's got a good record. Um, you know, he can do everything you want a quarterback to do. He's athletic, good arm, make all the throws. He's won a lot of games. I mean, he only played in what, a game and a half here, whatever it was. Two games, I forget. Not very much. So, But, I mean, we saw Jimmy every day. You know, saw the, the the talent and the ability to, you know, be a starting quarterback. That's what he was drafted for, and that's what he is. He's had a good career. You know, happy for him. <laughs> I mean, it's not effusive praise, but compared to his stance wait, 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 on wait, wait, Mac. It has nothing to do with Mac. Forget Mac. The afternoon show is so wrong on this. No, why? You don't think that's a shot at Mac? No, it had nothing to do with Mac. Nothing. That yeah, was well, a... he's, he's never said that about Mac. Mac's drafted to be a starting okay, quarterback. Okay, he's never said that about Brian Hoyer. What does that have to do with anything? I think he he loves Jimmy much more than Matt. I think he got into, what, a game and a half here. Mm-hmm. He was drafted to be a starting quarterback. Right. What year was he drafted? 14? Yep. Which, by the way, Jones says is the worst thing to ever happen to Brady. That's Bill's worst move. What? That drove him out of town. Jimmy G? Yeah, drafting Jimmy G. Jimmy G is the best thing that ever happened to both Brady and Belichick. I, that's what I think, but that's I'm telling you what Jones thinks. Okay. That's his, that's his hot take. Go back to Brady before Jimmy G. It was that fire under his ass that he needed at that time. And, and Jones it, thinks that's poppycock. That, if he had not done that, Brady would still be here. Or last year would have been here. No, I, I disagree okay. wholeheartedly. You guys fight it out. Just stay. I've, I've, I've loved Jones far longer than I've loved you. <laughs> um, you said you don't even love me anymore. Well, okay, I hate you, but uh, it's love hate. Uh, no, I, the, the I'm sorry, but you're missing the forest for the trees. Okay, go ahead. When you when you say that that's about Mac Jones, the dividing line of the direction of this organization for a period was 2617 when Bill traded Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. He made one phone call. Was forced to trade him. Right. He was told he had to trade him, so he. Birded the organization, yep. called his buddy's son, yep. and said, Hey, Kyle, here's Jimmy G. Give me a second-round pick. Even though the Browns and other teams said later they would have given a first-round pick, that is a fireball offense from Bill Belichick. Not doing what was in the best interest of the TEAM. It was vindictive. It was not in the best interest of the team. Correct. Okay. That's where that whole argument blew up. If you didn't know by then, that was the example that you have crystal clear that Bill Belichick was mad, reacted with um, petulance, and traded Jimmy G to his buddy's kid. Okay, fine. So the, so it's a sh- the, the talent and the ability to you know, be a starting quarterback. That's what he was drafted for. And that's that's what, he what he was drafted for. That's what he was drafted for. Right. That one sentence. So it's a shot at Kraft. But that's, but that's Bill <laughs> Belichick, nothing to do with Mac Jones. I think it has to do with that as well. It, it, he, Kraft. Picks Nothing Mac. to do with it. Kraft, Mac is Kraft's guy. I don't care. The, Mac Jones is... It's uh, combined. No, it is not. Bill Belichick has a memory better than mine. 
he is settling scores, and he is making it clear on Sunday that quarterback that will likely look good against our banged-up defense should have always been our quarterback. You think he'll throw the game? Let Jimmy G rack up the yards? That would be tough to do in Vegas. A lot of people out there betting. But I would say the, the simplest point... Shoeless Joe Belichick. ...is that this is the latest and greatest example of Bill never having accountability for anything. Nothing's ever his fault. Nothing. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Well, he takes some accountability. Deep down... The F-ups that have occurred, the indelicate nature in which Brady has been replaced, he says are all due to Robert Kraft meddling because he had the replacement, but he wasn't allowed to execute that plan. Yeah, don't, well, I'm going to do the best I can to help our football team. That's my job. Don't you? That's him to me this week. That was lovely. But don't you? Under, do you agree with that? Instead of rushing to the calls, do you agree with that? That he is submarining he, he, this team. No, he believes... That the bumpy, clunky nature of it's the handoff is not his ha- his fault because he had the, he had the air apparent yes, yes. and he was forced yes, to trade. I agree with that. That's why he said that this week. Yes, don't look at me. It, but in addition, he blames Kraft for Mac on top of it. Okay, but I, I don't know why you don't want to keep Mac in there. It's more it's more uh, drama. I don't. Mac is irrelevant. He sucks. He's not irrelevant. He's, He's a first a round pick. You just said he can't draft. He had a bust. First round pick, bust quarterback. Right. That's not significant. It it is. But I'm saying in the next twenty years, Mac Jones will be irrelevant. He's he is a well, bump that could on the set road. you back for years if you miss your quarterback pick. Well, set you back for don't years. Don't you think they already have? It's over. No, I think Mac is a good quarterback. I mean, he's potentially broken. But I thought you think Mac Jones has a future with the Patriots? No. Okay, future then, somewhere else in the league. But but so then it's over. We're talking about well, it but now. If Matt goes somewhere else and succeeds, we're going to reflect on I, I how like he the was chances of that here. not happening. Oh, I like it. Let's go to uh, Steve and Maine. Even though Curtis hates callers, I like him. Steve, I like you. Go ahead. So um, <laughs> the issue I have with a lot of people calling Bill Belichick the go is I, I disagree with that in the sense because – it's not the coach that's out there executing the plays. It's the players. Yes, the coaches are calling the plays, but that can also be changed at the line of scrimmage. So I think Belichick's success stems from Brady, and I think the subpar players at the time that were brought into the Patriots organization were coached up by none other than Tom Brady. I don't agree with the fact that they were coached up by Bill Belichick. Which players? And the organizational staff. Uh, Wes Welker, Edelman, uh, I mean, Gronk was a was a decent find. Or, I mean, a, a hell of a good find, I, I should say. So you say. give Brady credit for Gronk? I, I, I think Gronk was, was is none other than just a superstar by himself. Okay, so that's Bill. You um, drafted him. And in a low round. A lower round, second. second. But, but was that was that draft pick influenced by somebody like Tom Brady? Well, maybe I don't know. He also wanted Antonio Brown here and Mohamed Sanu. That didn't work out. So some hits and some misses. I agree. Brady probably had a hand in the offensive selection. <laughs> I would say Brady had a few more hits than misses. <laughs> well, the last year was a disaster, as you've admitted. Mac was as good as Brady was in his first year. Right, because Bill was able to make the team so bad it made Brady look like Mac. It's quite a skill. That was that was a Pro Bowl, Mac. We can get back there. Ken, you were, just take the loss. Remember that? It's okay. You thought he beat the Bills. You were in. Up right. until last week, you were on Mac Island. Exactly. You're making my point. Now right. you've totally just you've, you've lost sense. You're overreacting. You and I agree there is no future with Mac Jones. Here, likely none. So then what are we arguing? That he's a good quarterback. There's a 617 text. Do you have to disagree with me about everything? We can agree on I something. I agree with you that he's taking a shot at Kraft. I'm just saying you're what not going MB far enough. What does MB stand for? Myrtle Beach. 
Myrtle Beach. Or Boss Man backwards. Okay, cool. BM. Ed and Wellesley. Hello, Ed. That's my hat. Go ahead, Ed. Hey, guys. Good morning. Uh, Chris, uh, it's a little hard to keep up with Ken, isn't it? It is. And, and by the <laughs> By the way, who used the word? Who uses the word poppycock? Look, uh, Ken, are you a hundred or what? <laughs> That's a screen name. <laughs> this job is aging. Quite a bit, Ed. If you try to manage Curtis on a day-to-day basis, oh god. So listen. So he did have this a suspension earlier this about year. Go ahead. Oh, Jesus. Go ahead. Hey, well, just so we get this on the record, Ed used to be managed by my dad at Ernst and Young, so oh. it's a full circle. Well, then I love you, Ed. Yeah. That is correct. That is absolutely true. Great guy, John. So listen. Um, so I was thinking about this yesterday. So why wouldn't Bill and Kraft just get together and say, listen, Bill Bill says, look, I w- I'm interested in wins. I'm interested in you know, maybe another Super Bowl. Um, this is a rebuild. We are in – not only are we in player rebuild mode, you're going to be shortly in head coach and general manager rebuild. You've you got to replace two people. you gotta, you, you got to replace one person with two people. So this is a long road ahead. So I think as hard as it's going to be for Kraft to say, I got to move on from this guy, which is ironic because everybody's kind of thinking, well, maybe he's going to fire him. He, he should just bite the bullet and get this process going and let Bill go run out the rest of his career. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Belichick, Kraft doesn't want him out. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, well, but I think so. But the, the, the general point is a good one. We always talk about, um, you know, you don't want to start. It, the reason so many people were holding on to Mac and the hope of Mac was that re-entering that you know unbelievably difficult world of finding a quarterback is daunting. It's much better to hold out hope that you have the guy than to accept the fact that you need to search yet again for the guy. Although Drake May, I am coming around on. Okay, great tonight. But, Miami, UNC, good game. The um, <laughs> right. But what we also haven't sort of added into the equation that Ed brought up is the coaching carousel. How many coaches hit? It's a difficult thing to do. You know, in in Robert Kraft's first, what, seven years, he had three coaches. Look at Brian Dable. He is broken. I thought he was a success, good hire. What a mess. Right. Giants are the only franchise in worse shape than the Patriots. Um, Currently. I guess you're right. Although, smart move not to give Saquon all that money long-term. He got hurt already. But they gave it to Jones. Right. Uh, yeah, but I don't worry about the, that stuff. But, yes, the, the Giants are in as, maybe as bad, if not worse, position. But that's the point, is that if you if Kraft fires Bill, mm-hmm. who's the guy? And when that guy's not the guy... Gerard Mayo. It's on your lap. Yeah, but you try Mayo, and if it doesn't work, you move on. That's the guy in between maybe the next coach you want to hire. Right, but that could be 20 years. So you find the right coach? Right. I mean, look at how many te- how many have the Jets gone through? The Dolphins, the Bills. Well, you like Harbaugh. I do like John Harbaugh. I'm not a big Jim Harbaugh guy. I would do Jim Harbaugh in a second. Let's go to Patrick in California. Hello, Patrick. How are you doing, guys? Good. How are you? Actually, I am in I am in Las Vegas right now. Uh, a couple of our high school friends we hooked up here. We can't give our tickets away. We're decided <laughs> to play golf instead. No, it's going to be a lot more enjoyable. Uh, and actually, did an informal uh, in the Bellagio last night. Bunch of Patriots fans. Everyone I've talked to is done with Bill. They we just had enough of it. So anyway, that was my real reason to call was I'm a huge believer that Herm Edwards secretly sabotaged Bill Belichick getting to kill Harry and making Brady just drop out. So once the kill came on board, that was the end of it. Brady said enough. That was the final straw. 
He's no, Herm, I love it, listening to that. Thank oh, you, Patrick. Patrick. Is Herm a, a Bill guy? Like, does Bill love Herm? They're friendly, but it was not. Because uh, we had Herm on at the draft. There, there and was he was guy, praising him. Well, he but, was his coach, obviously. But there was a there's a story that Burt Breer had. We did it on the on the Great Hill Show recently, where uh, there was a scout that had worked there that was an assistant coach that was the one that was blamed for Nikhil Harry. It was not Herm Edwards. By the way, next weekend, Vrabel is getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. He'll be back here. Yeah, that's a guy, you know. Is that the guy? Yeah. I mean, that would be someone that would be perfect. Although maybe not in love with the franchise, but interesting. Uh, well, I mean, in love with the franchise. You pay him $15 million bucks. I'm right. sure he'd be happy. And he's back in town while Bill's on thin ice. And, and what he said to, talks to, him to and, Greg at the airport in Nashville was that, you know, they have much bigger, you know, bank accounts than we do. So I'm sure they could pay more. Although Nashville's getting a brand new stadium. They're getting a Super Bowl. I mean, You this, love Nashville. You were on as a hockey guest. I, love, I was on as a hockey guest. Predators. <laughs> they love you. Then. They sure do. High pitch, Jeff. You're not really in Brockton, are you, Jeff? Hello. Hello, Jeff. How you guys doing? Good morning. Welcome to the Lifeguard with Ken. Uh, Lifeguard Ken Show with Curtis. Thank you. Um, so, is Matt Jones broken like how Jackson is broken because Curtis keeps yelling at him? <laughs> Jackson earns the yells, believe me. <sighs> but he tries his best, and that's the problem with Matt. He tries too hard, and Jackson tries too hard, and then he gets the yip. Who has a shorter ceiling, Jackson or Mac? <laughs> Jackson has staying power. Jackson is good with the rejoins. Excellent with the rejoins. He's yep. got some other hits, swings, and misses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rejoins alone might keep him around. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, when he's in, he nails the rejoins 9 out of 10. He's a great. former Rock guy. He worked over he at the ZLX. I love the Rock. Shime's got some work to do there. I like Shime in most other areas. Professor, you know, off on his picks here and there, but good character. Good guy, very jovial. Shime's always in a good mood. I appreciate that. About always him. jovial, except when he's doing the all twenty-two. Now, can I? Before we get back to the calls, can I present a path? Good, but you don't even believe it. <clears throat> I don't really believe it. Okay, but I just want you to entertain me for a second. I, I mean, I do that every day, six to ten a.m. I only get one shot to get on the radio, so you I like do. to, you know, I I'm looking at the big picture here. Have you, had a, have, have you had a <laughs> Have you had a meeting with yourself? <laughs> I do. I have a meeting with myself daily. Okay, I'm hard on myself. So, the Patriots, we agree, at the trade deadline are going to be 2-6, and 1-7, and seven, somewhere around there, right? They will have lost, though, to elite teams. Miami, Philly, Dallas, the Saints. Saints are middling, but three of those teams are really good. Dallas has lost to the Cardinals, and they got blown doors by the, who was it last week? San Francisco. San Francisco, San Francisco is the elite team, that's true. So the Cowboys are not. But current power rankings at ESPN, oh. Philly's 2, Miami's 4, Dallas is 7. So these are three top ten teams in the NFL you lost to. Okay. Pretty clear that after the uh, trade deadline, you play a bunch of bad teams. Washington, 21st in the power rankings. We'll be favored over the Patriots. Indy in Germany, 17th in the power rankings. Maybe, no, probably pick them. By week, Giants, be one of the favored. worst teams in the NFL. Chargers, okay, you might lose that game, but they've had a way to beat. They've had success against uh, This Harvard. team is not good enough to win multiple games in a row, Greg. I mean, Ken, I mean, oh, they're just. Jeez, call me Greg. Steelers, 15th in the league, middling. Then you've got two games you're going to lose, Kansas City and Buffalo, but Denver and okay. the Jets. So how many losses do they have now if they lose to the Dolphins and the Bills? <clears throat> so nine. Okay. You 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 could still win eight games. What eight and nine. That would be horrible. I know, but I'm just painting the picture for you. That's the, If they win nine games, they might make the playoffs. Okay, but So you win one game you're not expected to. They and might you be lose one and game eight. you're not expected to win. There's no way they win all those games. Can stop the nonsense. They're I'm not a saying, good team. I know they're not. They've been outscored 72-3. I agree. 
But if Judon's back... In the history of the Patriots, not the Brady-Belichick history, the history of the Patriots, who prior to Bill and Tom were the bottom rung of all teams in all of professional sports, they have never had a two-game stretch as bad as this. But they have rattled off wins in the last couple years, at this point, mid-season to late. This team is not like those teams. They're not currently, and I think they're going to lose tomorrow. So then what are we talking about? What we're talking about is they could be 1-7 and and still rally to be middling, which might be the worst thing possible. Right. That would be a horrible outcome. If they're in the middle of the draft this year... I know, but but don't you think Bill will still fight if he stays here and buys it? They've been fighting? Have you been watching these games? I don't know. He punted on 4th and 3 at the 40. Malik Cunningham comes in and gives you a jolt. But did he fight last week? He didn't. So then why will he fight now? He wants to catch Shula. What? Then why did he give up last week? I don't know. So, but it's, you, you can't make that argument. But you would agree there's a chance they win like seven or eight no, games. No, they're not going to win seven they games. Could. I will bet that you everything sticks. I have. That schedule Let's sticks. make a bet right now. They I don't, don't like win seven bet. games. I'm not saying predicting it. I'm just saying it's possible. Bob in Manchester. Hello, Bob. <sighs> Hello, Bob. Bob? Yeah, I just want to... Uh... I got a thing for Curtis, and I, you know, I, I love the show. I drive to Connecticut three nights a week, four hundred miles. I, li- I luckily I can get the channel in Connecticut. <clears throat> My question is: If you could take how many quarterbacks in the league right now could have a better record if they were playing for the Patriots? Patrick Mahomes, with Josh current, Allen, with Justin the Herbert. Situation. Yeah, right. Those are all top-notch quarterbacks. Okay, I mean... You're probably I, the top five, but I mean, they have actually... If you could actually rate the the wide receivers and the tight end of the Patriots right now... Jalen Hurts would, would have a good, better record. Trevor Lawrence would have a better record. I would say even Kirk Cousins oh, you, but, could have a better record. Matthew Stafford would probably have uh, a better record. Well, the, well the, Yeah, you probably. So then what are we arguing? The kid, has nothing, the, the kid has nothing to play with. None. You're right, Bob. You're totally right. But the big one there is Lamar Jackson. Lamar Was Jackson. that ever a thing? No, it's just the dysfunction. There's no, like, we keep searching like this is a Rubik's Cube. Like, we're trying to find the meaning of things. And yes, like, yes, that's what we're left with. There's no, The there's Red Sox no, are in last place in a Ken, division that went 0-7 in the postseason. Ken. The Patriots are going to be in last place, potentially. Ken, there is no there there. They were buoyed by a guy. And they had an incredible run of success because that guy took less money. <laughs> Literally, that's the story. Full yeah. stop. I have a hard time rebutting it based on the performance in the last two weeks. It's been bad. Roy on the Cape. Hello, Roy. Hey, guys. Uh, so I'm looking at uh, Bill trying to break Don Shula's record. He's got like 28, 29 wins to go. Is that correct? Depends on if you include wins. playoffs. There's two different records. No, just right? 19. Just 19, it's only the regular season oh, one that counts? No, it's... Are you only the, including the playoffs? The, the one that includes the playoffs is 19. It's 19, okay. 19, okay. I thought it was like 28 or something I like think that. that's still, regular season, I, yeah. It's not... But, okay, but if we're, I, I thought that was the record he was trying to beat. But whatever. We're talking about if he's lucky to get five wins a year. we got to put up with four or five more years of this before <laughs> Bob Kraft decides... Well, maybe I won't have. I won't be the owner that has the most twenty years coach. I, I don't get it. We, well, he's uh, got to go, Roy. This was my youth. This was the end. Chuck Knoll. The era went on for like ten years with Bobby Brister. I. This was painful for me. So Bill is, could be reliving this. Seventeen games. So it was nineteen at the beginning of the year. He needs eighteen to surpass Shula from today. So nineteen entering this year, eighteen from today, and 
that is not going to be a two-year. If they win one game a year, it's going to take a lot, a lot of years I to mean, catch that. But that is, I've said all along, the joyless slog to nowhere is what the direction of this. Who gives a flying F no, if you no. beat Shula? No, I told you, I, I'm I'm on the Mac train. You let Bill go, new coach with Mac. Keep Mac. Maybe draft a quarterback, too. You can do both. Uh, can we go back to this uh, Callahan reporting yesterday and the lack of analytics yeah, and I also, if maybe I can sneak in there, I, far be it for me to do baseball, but interesting report from Sean McAdam yesterday about mm. the Cora impact on the search for the replacement of Heim Bloom. Oh, good. I have the um, rebuttal, too, for that report from somebody that you and I know. <sighs> it is the Ken Curtis Show on EA. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Can't go wrong with the peppers, Curtis. I love flea. Yeah, who doesn't? Kenny Curtis show here. Get to that Red Sox thing in a minute. The Callahan report at the Herald that basically paints Bill Belichick as a guy who's still using a pencil and putting everything down in uh, crayon and not using analytics. It's probably overblown, but it's still fascinating, wouldn't you say? Ah, uh, yes. That leads into the theory that, okay, how did they get here? Well, the game just passed them by. After Brady left, he just did not adapt. And sure, Brady covered up a lot of things. So is that actually true do you think bill and his the metro and everybody else they they refuse analytics they just go by eye test they're old school like back in the navy yards they're like what's the pad level you know low man wins they're just going by what they see yeah i mean i far be it for me to dispute the reporting um i don't know who looks good is that a craft you know dump that they didn't get the guys. It's a Mac dump. It's Mac Jones saying, "Look what I'm surrounded with. It's garbage." That was the first report. But what? And, how would he and, know about the analytics department? Well, he may not know. He's just saying the results. Look around me. They don't use analytics. They're giving me guys that can't separate. My receivers don't get open. I would have to say though that they would have to. Uh, Callahan and Kyad would have to at some point confirm that somewhere, right? I mean, you couldn't just go on one person's word. You would probably have to get somebody oh, sure. within. Yeah, it's probably not just. It's not just Mac. But others would, I'm sure, sign but on. But like, to that. wouldn't someone close to RKK <clears throat> say, "Yeah, you know, they don't even look at analytics. We hired these people; they don't use them. It's wasted money." Could be. Here's what our insider Tommy Curran from NBC Sports Boston said about that report of Jones and Mago uh, Thursday. It's not my understanding of it, but I'm not saying that Doug and Andrew got it wrong. Someone would have told them that, but I do know that, you know, whether or not they're using Next Gen or PFF, which I think that. Bill has turned his nose up to previously, they do use measurements and analytics. They have been at the vanguard of some of the measuring stats. And I I think that Bill does it differently, and he does it by pencil, as he's explained in the past. When someone gets hired, they have to write down by hand as they are indoctrinated into the Patriot system, charting plays, charting formations, and everything else. It sounds pretty damning. But that kind of would fly in the face of what we've come to know about the Patriots in terms of trying to be as detail-oriented as they can. I mean, I can't imagine they're sitting there and saying, yeah, Devontae Parker gets open a ton. 
while everybody in the league knows that he's last in the league in separation for three years running. I think that they would know his limitations. They just kind of boldly go where they think they can go anyway. I, I can't sit here and say, gee, I don't think that's the case, or yeah, I definitely know that's the case, because it is newsworthy. So something might be interesting. I can look at it during the break, but I just my memory had just clicked in that Jonathan Kraft had been a speaker at the MIT Sloan Analytics Conference, which is an annual event where they bring people in the sports world together to discuss the the newest and cutting edge in, in sports analytics. And Jonathan Kraft spoke a year ago at that. So I'm sure there are people. Oh, what in he the, said, "Did he say I wish we did more of it?" <laughs> uh, but but <laughs> wouldn't it make wouldn't it stand to reason that somebody in the scouting department that used analytics to tell Bill X or Y, and he said F off, would be the one that would tell Andrew Callahan. So maybe both, I think both Curran and Callahan can be correct here in that Curran is right that they definitely do pay people to use analytics. It's just Bill doesn't actually use the Bill doesn't use the analytics <laughs> in making the signings, right? God. Could totally be. And in this case, as Wouldn't we heard from the follow-up report, yes, Jacoby Myers, they let go for whatever reason, and then they signed Juju on a whim. On somebody else's right. intel. It wasn't even Bill. They were like, Bill, this guy's good. He gets open. So, And wouldn't that also create, I mean, you can do a lot of things, but with the crafts, if, if they hire an analytics department and they're at the tip of the spear, they're speaking at these conferences, yeah. and it's being not only, you know, not implemented, but totally ignored, wouldn't that, I mean, I don't know Jonathan Kraft. I I think I said hi to him once at the opening of a, a steakhouse this year at the uh, Encore Casino. Seems like a nice guy, very philanthropic. He doesn't sound, or from the people that do know him that I trust, that have told me, he is not a guy that's going to sit idly by here. Like, if it is his organization and he takes the reins completely, I don't think Kraft, I mean, I don't think Belichick lasts. But as long as Robert's in charge, Bill lasts. I think the one thing that's extending this is is Robert Kraft's uh, lack of enshrinement in Canton. Hmm. And... Once that happens, if it does, I think Robert Kraft hands over the day-to-day operations to Jonathan. Well, there's, of that course, the outside wild. factor, too, of like, oh, he doesn't want to be the one to get rid of Brady and Belichick. There's that conversation, too. Yeah, but that's uh, – right now, I mean, it's not even – I think the fan base – you're worried about the, the backlash. The fan base is saying they don't want him. That Again, wasn't the case with Brady. Trade deadline's interesting. Now, quickly, the McAdam report on the Red Sox GM. Yeah, so according to McAdam, who is in the Mass Live now, I think. Mm-hmm. He is. Uh, he said that several candidates are out on the vacant GM slash president of baseball ops position with the Red Sox due to Cora's presence within the organization. Mm-hmm. Which, which is a guy that's finished last place three out of four years. The one time he won, he cheated. So, kind of interesting, and I can't say I disagree with the people that have said no. Now, our Rob Bradford, Red Sox Insider, WEI.com. More than a few big league sources believe that while some current baseball operation bosses throughout baseball prefer to remain in their current spots, there won't be a shortage of candidates for the Red Sox to draw from. And so Sam Kennedy said that? I don't know. This is reporting. (laughs) Eddie Romero has interviewed. Honestly, they should go with Romero. He's the internal guy, and if Cora's going to be the GM anyway, just go with Romero. But, but so Cor- so Bradford just said that McAdams right. People have not wanted to come here because of it. No, he said some people don't want. In this case, it was a story about John Daniels, who is with Tampa, longtime Rangers GM, who built the team that's still playing for the most part right now, but got let go when the new owner came in. And he said, for family reasons, I'm backing out. I wanted the job, but I just don't, it's not in the best interest of my family. I so, love analytics. Yeah, I mean, 
Cora loves analytics. No, but I brought up a story by Sean McAdam. <laughs> right. And you said Bradford has a different take on it. But yeah, in the on story, the but Bradford says that there have been people that haven't wanted the job. They wanted to stay in their current position, not that they didn't want the job. And there are still plenty of candidates who want it. But so he agrees with McAdam. I don't think so. He doesn't say that there are people that don't want it because of Cora. Yeah, I I, I think Cora needs to dial it back a bit. The the brash cockiness. I mean, when you're in last place, three out of the it's last. It's got to be years, a little intimidating, no matter who you are coming in. Cora is the golden the, boy, and the only reason Cora is here is because of the freaking winter weekend in Springfield. <laughs> I'm serious. He's the only guy that had redemptive qualities. Yeah. Everybody else got booed off the stage. Did you watch Wembayana last night? What? No. 7-4. The guy is like a money in the paint. Quick aside, squirrel moment. It was pretty impressive to watch. I just saw some of the highlights, I got to say. Uh, but last, he, that is the new guy. That's yeah. the new name. I, 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 and Patra. I, I watched James decide not to sleep. That's what I watched. <laughs> oh, Danny's lining up. Very good. Cannon Curtis Show. We are on until 1. John Lyons will join us at noon. New England Football Journal. And a Brockton guy. He can weigh in on the current state of affairs, and we are on uh, today until 1, and then live and local until 6 today on WEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.